co-host yes <laughs> dr angel falzoni there's all that applause for you doctor wow phd licensed mental health counselor and amazing this kind of we just stumbled into this new series uh, a couple weeks ago and pretty excited about it and last week was yes. thanksgiving of course so that was different but this week we are back to our developing series and we didn't even know there was going to be a developing series no, until we two weeks not. ago when we were live <laughs> on the show right and so it just kind of happened that was developing generosity yes. and so we just thought yeah let's go with that uh, and a lot of times our shows are there are part of a series don't you think Yes, because we just dive in and really get into a topic. We're not just about the surface. We right. want to get down to the nitty-gritty. We want to explore it, but we also want to expand it, don't you mm, think? Absolutely. I think that's it, it was never intentionally that way. It's just developed, quote-unquote, that way, right? Developed. Yes. And, and we're excited about that because if we spend three or four weeks on a topic, then we can get into more depth and more detail, don't you think? Yes, we can. And we can give our, our listeners more tools and supports and, right. and really make it fit into their world and their life and help them get through. So what are we developing tonight? We are developing peace. 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 Couldn't come at a better time, right? No. And it is at a time where we're almost to the Christmas season, 2018. If you're listening to this show later on, uh, that's when where we are. And peace is what we talk about at Christmas. It is what we talk about, but so few of us really experience it. There you go. That's my point. And the, there's, it is really lacking. We talk about it, peace on earth, goodwill to men, people sing it, we hear then, it in our Christmas carols. Yes, and then we get in the car and, you know, people are aggressive and cutting you off and, you know, giving you hand gestures that are inappropriate or cutting you off in the line at the mall right. or, in, you know, and it's... And you don't, you don't feel very peaceful. Here's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> yeah, P. You spend all week long talking about what makes you thankful. You get to the day of Thanksgiving. <laughs> you eat. You watch football. Some of us sleep because the football isn't good. It's the right. perfect. It is the absolute perfect day for a football fan. Right. And then now you have all these Black Friday sales. After you're saying you're thankful, then you're basically cutting somebody off, trying to fight somebody to get that $50 discount I know. on a TV that, by the way... You bought last year. Right. What are you doing? Exactly, because they don't last because they are the, I don't know, I'm just guessing. should close all the stores what? down on Thanksgiving. Well, it should they, be Black Friday again. It's always used to be that way. Right. And then it's gotten more and more, the greed has set in, and people got to get, get out, and they've got to shop earlier and earlier and earlier. Like, what's know? the point? You yeah, know exactly. What is the point? Like, what's one day? Can we just have one day where we don't have... To talk about politics. Can we have one day where we don't talk about shopping? Can we I have agree. One day where we're just normal people that right. can talk with each other and be thankful for the family, family. that we That's have right. and be blessed. Oh, absolutely. And we are blessed. I, I believe we are. I believe there's some people out there, but some people just kind of lose that sight. They, they do. Oh, yes. And, then the and it stinks. It, it does. And the perspective changes to what, what great deals can I get? And... And I understand that there are people that, that love to go shopping at that time of year. I, and I get that. But I, I went one time to Walmart to grab the, <laughs> a Madden game. Yeah. Walked out with the Madden game. I got so many looks. Like, I was cutting the line. Like, I got a Madden game. You got, like, a whole cart full of crap. <laughs> and I got a Madden game. I'll be right out of your way there, sir or ma'am. I just got to get my game go and play it on my PlayStation so I don't have to deal with all of your, your stuff. So. Right, and we well, were, thank we're, you for your comments, yes. Pete. We always love them. Do and it, and it's so true. We, it's true. We're losing the essence of Thanksgiving, right? 
with, you know, bringing in that early shopping and the chaos that comes with that. And we're losing the essence of peace, peace during yes. the Christmas season with all because this craziness. it has turned into just a shopping holiday, right? It and has. For so many people, it's you know? like, how what can I'm going to buy? I got to, I got to spend money. Let me go. I got to spend money. Well, and they're spending money they don't have to buy gifts that people may or may not like for people they may or may not really have exactly. a relationship with out of obligation. It's true, and that's not the essence of peace at all. But it begs the the comment here that. When that is the focus, people are looking for things outside of themselves to bring them peace and to make them happy. And we're going to be doing a show on happiness very soon. But but peace is not about all the stuff out here that we do. It is what's going on on the inside of us. Would you agree? Absolutely. 100% agree with you. Okay, so define it. Define it. Okay, so peace is a state of tranquility or quiet, which is usually what we think of when we think of peace. Mm -hmm. But it's freedom uh, from oppressive thoughts and emotions. It's internal calm. Oh, wow. Harmonious well-being. Harmonious. When you say, yeah, when you're talking about internal calm, I think a lot of people at this time of year actually dread this time of year because it requires more more spending of money maybe that they don't have it requires parties it requires office things and it requires Time. cooking yes. and and on and on and on and it ceases to be a calm peaceful time of year even though it is supposed to be the season of peace I, yeah, there's an oxymoron right <laughs> there, there is right there and you know we think of it you know, when people think about, you know, harmonious well-being and calm, they think right. of oh, going into the woods or laying on the beach. And they think about this external environment. Yes, yes. But we are talking about that that might be a moment of feeling tranquility, but that's not the peace we're getting into. Peace is different. We're going to talk more about it. Let's talk about when you don't have it, how do you feel? Oh, wow. Because that might help somebody understand what peace is because maybe they can relate to some of this based you're gonna... on those feelings sure so when people do not have that peace they feel hatred jealousy anger conflict spite discontentment okay depression anxiety like this list could just go on and on you put a negative emotion to it that is the lack of internal peace okay so none of that sounds good to me I mean, seriously, I mean, and especially when you are, quote unquote, forced or feeling obligated to do things for the office or wherever it might be that you really don't want to do. Right. Right. Correct. And so that's not peaceful. That's stressful. It's very stressful. So peace versus stress. I'll take peace. Absolutely. And then we are (laughs) acting in, you know, pressed emotions. So we don't behave the way we want. We might not be making the choices we would normally make when we're not feeling pressed on all sides. And yeah, I'm going to throw another one here at you. I think a lot of people, uh, because it's such a stressful time, drink more. Oh, yes. uh, Get into more uh, dangerous activity. I would agree with you. Because they're trying to avoid the reality of what's going on in their situation of work or the home or wherever. And so to help with their feelings, you're right. They're looking for this external solution. Yeah, things exactly. around me. Can I buy the gift or the thing that'll make me feel better? Can I, you know, pick up an extra, you know, bottle of wine? What is it they're looking for? They want to feel peace. They want to feel better. And they're doing everything on the outside, you know, getting a new haircut or getting their nails, whatever right. it is they think is going to bring them that. Exactly. But it doesn't come from But there. it doesn't come from that. But the thing is, so many in this world do feel that peace comes for, as from an external source. In other words, if I date that guy and he, look at him, he's such a hunk. He's going to make me feel good. He's going to make me feel peaceful. He's going to make me happy. And usually that's not the case at all. No. no. Our happiness is not found in and our peace. We'll do a show on happiness. I already said that. We will. But peace is not found in somebody else changing your inner feelings. Not at all. You're right. In fact, peace has nothing to do with our environment around us. It's not about external things. Okay. It's about what's going on what's inside, going on the inside of, us. of us. So the title of this tonight is developing peace. So again, we're using that ING word and this is developing. In other words, 
uh, watching this thing change you. You know, you don't you don't just wake up one morning. I'm now peaceful. Okay, I, I'm peaceful <laughs> today. That's it. I will not. It's you go through the process of learning how valuable peace can be. Yes, it is very valuable. Um, and it is something we do develop because right. they, we have to be proactive and right. we have to want to do this. We have exactly. to do certain things to help us develop that because it's not going to be natural in our world around us. It's not going to be natural and it's not going to be very quick, I don't I don't believe, in for most cases. And as two weeks ago when we talked about developing generosity, and if you missed that, that was just fantastic. We enjoyed doing that. Go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts. Go to the name of this show, Go Yard, which means hitting a home run, and you'll find it on podcast there and you can listen to that and it will be a big help to you um but how do people act and and what do they feel when they do have inner peace dr angel when people experience true inner peace they have love and joy and calmness and contentment and happiness and all those things that we're craving and wanting i I like that calm thing you know because you can tell when somebody I can tell when somebody's at peace when I'm hanging out with them or having dinner with them or whether or not they're like all jittery and I, I got to hurry up and get out of here. I got this to do or or their mind is, a, a you know, they don't remember what you just said two seconds ago. and Absolutely. They tell you the same story again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that that lack of calm is so awful compared to when you have calm yes. and you have that sense of. Yeah, yeah. And well, let's think about our culture in America. You know, most people have sleeping difficulties. Right. It's a huge, huge issue problem. Across. Why? Well, part of that is that chaos that's rolling around in their that's brain right. day after day. They're missing that peace. When you have yep. peace, right? You get better rest. You like, get better rest. Yes. You have a better quality of life. And the thing with peace is, it's it's contagious. It's contagious. It is when you are around Whoa. someone who's calm. Yeah. You can feel that calmness. Oh, absolutely. You feel that peace yeah. coming off of them. And you like that feeling because it feels relaxing. It feels good. It feels, it feels relaxing. comforting. Yes. But the same as chaos is also contagious. Yes, it is. And so when we're in a bad that, way yes. and when, when you're with a group of people or one other person or, or you're just finding your day is chaotic and you're letting it get to you, yeah, it, it – other people are like, what's going on over there? You know? Yeah, and they can feel that chaos right. coming off yeah. of you. And then they react in your chaos. Oh, yeah. So we're giving out either peace right. or chaos yeah. constantly. What are what messages are by how, we're, how we, we are inside? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, everybody says, oh, let's have world peace. That's just not as easily done as you might think. Even if we, we could get every country to say, okay, we're laying down our arms and all that kind of stuff, there's still always factions of people. And life is full of people that will try their best to disturb your peace. That's my point. Uh, that happens. You're right. Like, there's a lot of people that I mean, they will almost try. thrive on it. Oh, you yes. know, like, like get you all upset or, you Oh, know? yeah, they're, they're conflict wrestlers. Yes. They just like to have they a like conflict. To, and they say something or they just act moody like they're mad at you. And, and you got, you know, when you get to a point where it doesn't matter what everybody around you, what their mood is or, you know, if they're saying mean things or whatever and you're just still calm, I, that's when you've really re- developed peace, don't you think? I uh, guess when you are not reacting Ding, reacting you know, you're responding which yeah. may mean that you don't say anything at all and you're not letting it pierce your heart and right make you you know oh, oh, what did i do what yeah. did i do to cause him to be so upset oh i got that's chaos it's so it's a lack chaotic. of calm because mm-hmm. when you have that peace that inner peace you are better equipped to just handle what's going on around you. Exactly. And when we think of world peace, and we hear everyone talk about world peace, world peace, we're thinking of something external, not having war, not having, you know, right. these things. Yeah. But that's not but what that's it's about. Not what it's about. It's about having inner peace. Right. 
and everyone experiencing that contentment. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it happens one person at a time. It does. And it, you know, to, I was just thinking as you were talking about that, I'm a kayaker and there's so many times where you go out to the causeway to get ready to put the boat in. And maybe perhaps it's just one of those choppy days and you got, you see white caps on the water. I've learned just don't take that <laughs> chance. Yes. Leave, put the boat right back on the top of the car and leave, you know, because the white caps can usually turn into bitter winds and push the boat around. And I've got had experiences like that. But I can tell you that when I go out there and it's like glass mm-hmm. and it's calm, there's nothing more beautiful than put the, the kayak in the water and just, you know, paddle away for a while and just sit and quit paddling and just sit, watch the birds. That's peace and calm. That is. So it's those things around us that we've got to decide, are they going to be in control or are we going to be in control of our inner peace, right? Absolutely. And, you know, and that you you gave a really great uh, word picture for that chaos versus that inner peace. And we think about when it's chaos, when there's white caps in the kayak, you have to exert more muscle and energy. Yes, you you do. Yeah, that's true. You may not because, you know, the elements outside might take your kayak in a whole different direction than you wanted to go. That's the same thing that's happening in our lives. That is. When we have internal chaos versus internal peace. A big storm came up out there at the causeway, Caladesi. We're in Florida, Dunedin. And a few years back, and I was with a friend, and she went on and and was able to get out of this little, I don't know what it was. It was just this whole convolution of wind and water and whatever. But it threw me into the rocks and three different times. My kayak survived. But it was like I eventually had to get out of the boat pull the boat up on the shore and long story, but it was, it was an awful thing, but it was all of that coming at me was stronger than I was at that moment to be able to navigate out of it. And I think my point is there's times that we are just weak emotionally because Maybe we haven't had enough rest, or maybe we've just had too much happen at once, and maybe we're not taking any time for ourselves to rest or to take a vacation or any of that. And it's in those times that peace just is hard to find. It is, because sometimes we're looking for it in all the wrong wrong places. places. Right. And, you know, when you have internal chaos it it runs your life yes and when you have internal peace it also runs our life in it a should. different direction yeah and so what are we allowing inside of us right is really important well and i propose that one of the major problems that cause people to stay out of peace is that they are reliving the junk on the inside that made them mad and why they don't want to go to family dinner in December because aunt so-and-so is going to be there and she always says this or whatever, is always critical, whatever. And so they start playing those old tapes and they Mm -hmm. start thinking about what it could be, what it will be, and they get stuck Mm -hmm. in the past. They get stuck in bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness. Or they get stuck in the future of what will be there you and go. the if-thens and the anxieties. And, you know, if we want to start developing peace, it's really important we stay in the, the present the moment. The present. I like that. Um, you know, when we are thinking about the past or the future, we are feeling, you're right, the bitterness, the resentment, yeah. the unforgiveness, inner conflicts within ourselves. Maybe sure. we aren't who we want to be or where we want to be, uh, the depression and the anxiety and all kinds of stuff happens when we let ourselves. And when we start down that avenue, it's like it just gets worse and worse and worse. Oh, yeah. It's very hard to come out of those kinds of feelings without having a whole lot of Mm self-control and or spiritual strength, you know, emotional strength. Sure. And, you know, and a lot of people really, really get stuck in that whole focusing yeah. on the, especially the past, but a lot of people also in the future to the point where, you know, if a, something negative happened on a certain date on the calendar oh, yeah. every oh, year, that oh day gosh. is just horrible It's day, totally ruined. No matter what's happening. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that through the years with people. Oh, well, I can't go to church today. Or I did. I can't go to next Sunday. Why? Well, that's the day, the anniversary of the day my mother died. Okay, right. I cannot t- 
tell you how many times I've heard that through the years. That's the anniversary of this car wreck I had. That's the anniversary of the day my boyfriend walked out on me. I, I mean, on and on and on. People hang on to the past, Dr. Angel, instead yes. of moving into the future. And they plan for that day to be bad way, way. before oh, that yeah, day they, happens. Oh, I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to be laying around. I can't tell you how many times I've heard this. I'm going <laughs> to be laying around. I, I won't. I don't go outside on that day. You know? Really? Really? That was a day on the calendar maybe 25 years ago, but mm-hmm. you're still there? They're still there. And they're still letting that chaos yep. run their current life today. Not to say that... Uh, when you experience something difficult or traumatic, you won't have reminders, but they're making these reminders happen right. by bringing it in and expecting it to already be bad. Oh, I agree. We have just given a great reason why people should listen to the rest of the show. Yes. Right? Yes, we Because have. we have just presented all those things that keep us from having peace. And right as soon as we do these couple commercials, we're going to talk about ways to develop peace. So you better grab a piece of paper and <laughs> a pen and write them down. Because the second half of the show is going to be much more peaceful. Yes. And positive. And here we go. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. grown-up Christmas list. Who's singing that? That's Amy Grant. Of course it is. <laughs> that is Angel's friend, actually. Really? And she's amazing. She, she is, is amazing. totally yes. amazing. Yes. And that is a, an incredible song. It really we'll have is. to play that again soon, you yes. know? And it fits, uh, where that, it fits where we're at. If you're just joining us, we are developing peace tonight on Go Yard. I'm Mama Mac, along with my amazing co-host, Dr. Angel. And uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're just so happy to be here, aren't we? We met today for a working lunch, and we just talked about how much we love doing the show. Yes. And, and you're still putting up with me, and we're in our <laughs> fifth year. And, I mean, seriously, we, we just gel, and we love doing this show. So we'd love to hear from to our it. listeners. That's my point. You can text us at 727-417. I got that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> uh, let me think on that a minute because we've changed it. 41788? No. All right, forget it. All right, I'll come back to that in a minute because I just forgot the phone number. So, But you can email that I know, goyard2014.org. And so it's, uh, yeah, check us out. And that's our website. And um, any emails, you can send us there. And so it's ways to develop peace, Dr. Angel. I just remembered our phone number. It's 727-888-4171. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of this peaceful stuff on my mind here. <laughs> 727-888-4171. Text during the show if you like. Call in if you'd like in this segment. And comment, 727-441-3000. We'd love to hear from you. Ways to develop peace. What's the first one? What can we do? We talked about focusing on the present right before.
before we went oh, to I break. Like that, and yeah. that is definitely a really important way to start cultivating and developing that mm-hmm. peace in our life. Absolutely. Get out of the future and the past. Yeah. But so many people live back there and so many people are in the what ifs. What if this happens? So they're in the past and they're also in the future. Absolutely. So it's got to be a present, present thinking, right? Yep. And you know, that we talked about in other shows, the past is where depression lives and the future is where anxiety lives. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah. You know, we want to get through those feelings that we're having. We need to stay here in this moment. Uh, let me just pick your brain real quick on that. Why is the past depression? Uh, depression because it's what could I, you know, change different, done this. We feel regret Regrets. and remorse yeah. and unforgiveness yeah. and all that brings into feelings of depression. And anxiety is about worrying about the future and anticipating right. bad things or negative things could happen. So we got to stay on the present. So that's number one. Number two, how can you develop peace in your life and by the way let's make this point again this is a process you can't just go to bed tonight and say from now on the rest of my life i'm going to be peaceful i'm never going to stress never going to have anxiety never going to have a worry no that's not how it works we are developing peace absolutely so what's the second thing we need to do the second thing is really important it's simplifying our life simplify your life are if you mean like like? get rid of all the junk extra junk in the house yes your environment around you um you know i I walk in, I used to do home therapy where I went into people's homes and I would walk in and some of these homes are just so chaotic and it feeds into the chaos that they're feeling. Exactly. You know, less really is more for us and we need to keep it a lot more simple. And for those out there that tend to hoard things, Mm -hmm. your life would be a lot more peaceful if you would really seriously get rid of stuff. Right. That's absolutely studied this. We've talked, we've had shows on hoarding. We keep wanting more and more and more. We're a society of, I got to have this, I got to have that, but we don't have a place to put this and that. So we get storage units. Yes. And we pay hundreds of dollars a month to put stuff (laughs) somewhere else. Right. But the thing is, is simplifying our life, simplifying our environment, simplifying our schedule, like simplify, bring it down. You don't have to do everything. You don't Mm -hmm. have to go to every party you're invited to. No, you don't. Um, You know, keeping it simple. When we have... All this stuff happening, it's distracting us from mm-hmm. what we really need to take care of. Right. Um, and it it brings us anxiety. It does. And, you know, and so... And anxiety is not peace. So not when you're all. living in anxiety and worry and stress and what is going to happen, you're not peaceful. You're, you're not. not. You can't develop peace in that environment. You're not, You're absolutely correct. And, you know, a lot of us are financially strapped and this and that, but we keep trying to get that more because we want that one item that's going to make us feel peaceful and happy and content. And there, it doesn't exist. Right. So bringing it down, simplifying your life. Okay. Is really the important. The third one now. So the first one is focus on the present. Second one is simplify your life. And the third one, and how do we develop peace? And the third one is to... Learning to accept what is. Learning to accept what is. Ah, you're going to have to amplify on that one. I figured I would. Um, and that's okay. Because so often we spend so much time and energy and emotion kind of fighting our reality. Or right. fighting what's happening yes. around us. Yes, Um Or fighting what we want to change people or have them do things the way we think they should do it. Right. We don't have control over that, right. but we fight it thinking we somehow do when we don't. The old saying, if you get married to change that person, you might as well just not bother because you can't really change other people. No, we cannot change we other cannot. people, period. And it's very, it's hard enough to change ourselves, let alone the person you're married to or or your kids or your in-laws or anybody else, right? Absolutely. You know, it's funny because, I mean, this. I think some of us know it logically. We just don't get it emotionally and relationally that we can't change someone else. Uh, I was sitting in a staffing with a therapist, with therapists, um, talking about a challenging case. And the therapist looks at me and she's like, Dr. Angel, how can I just get my client to do, how can I make her do this? You can't. you can't. All you can do is give someone tools. They have to choose to they use those tools. They have to choose tools. to do that. And so we're fighting this reality in, our, in our world, uh, in our life, and we're constantly fighting. We're not accepting right. this is. And that might mean, okay, this is where this person is. Maybe I need to make changes on how I interact it, with You know, them. as a mother and grandmother, almost of 12, by the way, in just <laughs> a couple more weeks, and thinking about my, my own family, okay? Mm-hmm. And there are times that I have gotten so frustrated with 
a child doing this or a grandchild doing this or having this attitude or whatever. The older I get, my solution, and, and I, 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 I'm telling you it's going to be a spiritual one, my solution is to learn to give that person and that situation to God and release them to God because I can't fix it. Correct. And, and the older I get, the more I realize I can't. I think when I was younger, I thought I could. And, uh, you know, if I just say it this way or I bribe them like this, you know, grandkids to get all A's and, and stuff like that. But until their heart wants to do it, whatever it is, they're not going to do it. And we stress so much over things we cannot change. Things we cannot change, things we cannot control, and we spend so much time and energy right here. One of my favorite quotes that I live by personally is, it is what it is. It, and so, me too. I, oh, I find myself saying that too much. This is what it is. Yeah. What am I going to do about it now? Right. And if, if we find ourselves, maybe we can give a kind word. We can, if they ask you for advice, you can give some. But for the most part, giving them to God is the best thing. Well, and surrendering you can do for them. what we do not have power and control over. Right. We have to learn to release that. Absolutely. What, what's step one of the 12 steps? Oh, wow. You're going to give me a test on a Thursday night? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's just, but isn't it something like we're power bigger than we the, the we admit there's a power bigger than us? I think that's probably I, I think it is accurate, right? And, and as you go through the twelve steps, you realize that it's about release. It is real. It's about it, the whole thing is about the release. Serenity prayer is about learning release. to accept what I cannot change. change and knowing how to identify what I can and cannot change. That's right. And so, and that's really important to our internal peace knowing this is what it is what how am i going to handle that in my life and stop fighting what we really have no power over because when we stress and stress and stress and think that uh, that we can oh well i'll do this and i'll do that and generally speaking whatever our efforts are aren't going to work anyway because a lot of people have that rebellious streak in them and if they sense that you're trying to change them or they sense that you are not happy with the way they are they're just going to get more that way. Right. Causes more conflict and, rebellion. Cha- and chaos. And a lot of our chaos comes from us trying to change and trying to manipulate the things we weren't meant to have power and control over. Absolutely. If you are taking notes, we are on number four. And it is ways to develop peace is what? The next one is reducing the negativity in our life. Okay. You know, it's really important. We talked about in the first half of the show that, you know, peace is contagious and Mm -hmm. so is chaos. So is chaos. And so when we allow that chaos to continually come in our life, we're feeding the negative emotions and feelings. We're feeding that anxiety or that whatever we're allowing to come around us. We really need to choose who we are around carefully. We will be And there are sometimes that we have to decline an invitation for yes. something. Or there's sometimes we have to say, and when somebody asks you point blank, why wasn't I invited? Uh, you know, whatever your response might be. But you don't have to go with the negativity if you know that you are being asked to spend a lot of time with somebody who always stirs the pot on something, you know? They you don't, don't have to. Yeah, you do not have to. You do need to choose who you allow in and right. how much time you give. And it's not even just stirring the pot. If, are they constantly complaining? Do they constantly, exactly. Are they a victim to their problems all the time? Are they negative? Are they trying, you know, to solve their issues? Like, where are they at? We want to make sure we are... We can't control others, but we can control who we allow to be and how close we let them in in our life. And who's who's around you? Exactly. And what what are they feeding? Are they feeding peace? Are they feeding, you know, those things that bring the positive that we want? And so many people feel like they just have to put up with this kind of stuff. And so they they just continue to allow those people to pull them down. Mm-hmm. So there comes a point where you draw a line in the sand. You have to draw a line in the sand. And negativity is very contagious as well. And we pick up on that and we carry it with them. Right. And we start applying it to our life yeah. and then we're miserable. Exactly. So we have to, that's where your power is. You know, the last one was we're trying to take power. That's not our power. This is our power. Let's use this one. Use we it. don't use this one. And we say this a lot on Go Yard. Learn to say no. 
Learn, oh, boundaries are so important. We've done so many shows on boundaries, and we always weave it in and out because there's times you just say, no, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. I can't make it. I can't do that. And, and people who really experience internal peace have very good boundaries. I agree. Because you cannot experience it without that. Ooh, I like that. Number five, it is what? Uh, making positive choices, um, which really goes with that reducing negativity and really looking at what is impacting my life around me? Yeah. Do my choices help my situation? Right. Are my choices making things worse? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Do I have a lot of things on my plate, but yet I'm still getting, you know, doing other things and not mitigating and prioritizing and taking care of things? Right. And that's really important about getting peace is making those You've choices. said it a couple times, but I, I think we can't stress enough that who you hang out with, mm-hmm. who you spend hours on the phone with, mm-hmm. who you commiserate with, who you complain to, who you who listens to you when you're mad and angry and doesn't help you get out of it, those kind of people need to be at a minimum in our lives because yes. they will drag you down. Yes. You know, and a lot of people go into that thought that, oh, well, I'll bring them up. and It's the same old it, changing a, a marriage partner. Right, it work. doesn't work like that. And, you know, be careful. It is It would be like hanging out with your friend who's got a cold. You're going to pick up those germs, right? <laughs> That's and you're exactly gonna, right. You're not making them well by hanging out with them because right. you don't have the cold. Right. The cold germs come to you. Well, and exactly. Three the, days it's later. It's the negative we take on, not... Not generally speaking, they go, oh, my feel a lot better because I hung out with you and you don't have a cold. No, well, it doesn't work that way. Right. And it, it may, well, when we have positive, when we're exuding positive emotions, they may want to, how do you have, how do you have that? Which maybe is a good question when know, they ask you that. But most of the time it's that negative yeah, transferring. It is. But we want the positive too. Right. But to have that, we have to be very careful on the choices we make and the choices of who we allow close in our life. And for those who might just kind of be tuning in right now, we're talking about developing peace in our lives. It's something that we can do. It is attainable. Mm -hmm. It is attainable. Okay, so if you missed any of the show, go back. It'll be on podcast by tonight on TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcast, go to the name of the show, go yard, and write these things down. We're on number six, ways to develop peace, and it is what? (laughs) Look for resolutions to your challenges. Okay. And this is a big one because we spend a whole lot of time whining about them. Oh, we do. We really do. Um it's funny because I was observing today at work this person who had a personal challenge, and she went from office to office to office to office talking about this challenge. They just like to talk about once it. Once did she say, "What do you think I could do to help resolve this problem?" Right. It was just feeding that negative and. Let me give you an example on the other side of the coin. Last week I spent in Texas with my son Mark and uh, his wife Candy and the little baby Joel, and Mark is a is a law professor and. He brought to the breakfast table one morning a little piece of paper, and he said, okay, here's our challenge, and it had something to do with them personally. And he said, here, I've got these three solutions. He didn't want to talk about what the problem was. They both knew what the problem was that had to be overcome. Not that drastic of a thing, but something they needed to work through. And he goes, we could do this. Now this presents some risk here. We could do this. We could do door number two. And this one will mean this and will mean a challenge to us in this area, three. And they sat, and I was so proud of watching this unfold because it was not a gripe-gripe session. It was very analytical, which my son is, but just on paper, written down so they could clearly see it. These are our chat. This is the challenge. These are some solutions I've thought of. Do you have any more? He asked his wife. And I just sat and observed all this and loved watching what I saw. So there are ways to, to keep the peace. There was no arguing. There was no shouting. There was nothing like that. It was just a... And while he had a problem, they it were was working a problem. to resolve it, they were peaceful in that moment. They were. Instead of chaotic. It can be. And I thought, whoa, kids, you've done, you do good. Yeah. And here's the baby who's now 16 months old observing... And he's not observing a fight and a scream and throwing food. He's just observing 
how whatever they're talking about is calm. Right. Nobody's screaming. And and that's the stance we need to take. We're all going to have problems. We're all going to have difficulties and obstacles. It's life. Yes. So peace is not the absence of no, difficulties. It is and not. Most of us, oh, that's a, lot a of good us point. Think that it's not the absence of difficulties. It's how you handle the difficulties. Exactly. What's going on inside of me? And part of that is looking for real resolutions to the challenges life brings. We have a challenge right now, and that is to get through the rest of this stuff that we <laughs> want to get through in just the next few minutes. Number seven is what. <laughs> Creating space in our life. Um, what I mean by that is space for you to have some time that you just unplug every day yeah. for yourself, that you get alone with your thoughts and just be yourself. That's how we get mental clarity, emotional clarity. Um, that's important for us to have that. Most of us do not. And we think that time alone is sitting on social media or whatever. That's not time alone. No. Time alone is, is well, I, in my opinion, I believe it means talking to God, too, and listening, too. Mm-hmm. And allowing that spiritual dimension to Absolutely. develop. Absolutely. But we have, we need that. And people who live in inner, inner peace have that time that they take mm-hmm. for themselves. It doesn't have to be a great deal amount of time, but it needs to be a time that this is, this is my time. I gotcha. I agree. Number eight. (laughs) Embrace your emotions. This is another one that kind of goes with accepting things. Um, Embracing our emotions means we are going to feel all kinds of feelings. Life happens. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel these things. And a lot of times we fight and resist that emotion and we like stuff it down and we fight it instead of accepting I do feel this way I feel betrayed or I feel hurt it's okay admit it and how can I express that healthy without hurting other people without being negative without being chaotic without you know what I'm saying so learning to I, I teach my kids when we talk about feelings expressions and I work with a lot of kids who've been really traumatized and all feelings are okay right not all ways we express our feelings are acceptable and so but many adults don't get that. I, in fact, I hear parents, you, it's, you can't be angry. You're not allowed to be angry. That's not true. That life, we get angry. It's okay. And, and Yeah, exactly. And people who experience inner peace understand that. I'm mm-hmm. going to have these emotions. Yes. And they embrace and let that emotion do what it needs to do to get through. So embracing your emotions is acknowledging them and dealing with them and not being ashamed of them or not trying to stuff them down because when you right. stuff them down, they get worse. Absolutely, they get worse. So, that's another the next number one. 9. The next the number 9 is an important one. I called it mind your business. Okay. Uh, this robs our peace well, more than really anything. Well, you've really done a lot of thought here in I all have. this list. Yeah. It takes our peace more than anything cuz we just get ourselves involved in other people's chaos and mess and it steals our time, our energy, our peace, and we're not taking care of our business cuz we too busy taking care of their business. We don't have control over them. We have control over us. And so what I see people are, you know, they're coming to my office and they're like, Dr. Angel, I'm so overwhelmed. I have this and this and this. And all of a sudden I hear that they're doing X, Y, Z in someone else's world and rescuing somebody. Stop. Stop. Mind your business. Mind your own business. Mind your business. So number 10 goes right along with that. Prioritize your time. Yes. Take care of your your own stuff. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and kind of these two kind of intermingle. When we talk about mind our business, it doesn't matter what other people around us are doing. Right. You know, um, we talked about this at lunch today. I was reading a, a blog on the cruise thing that somebody was complaining that their whole cruise was ruined because people didn't dress formally in the dining room. What the, what <laughs> I know that was so bizarre. What other people around you are doing. And they actually said that their cruise was, was ruined. ruined because of people, the way they dressed in the dining room. That's not minding your business. No, that's not. Mind your business. <laughs> You'll have your peace. Prioritize your time. Take care of your responsibilities and obligations first. So you can minimize your distractions. Which both of those go right into number 11. So number 10 was prioritize your time. Number 11 that you have down here is self-care. Explain that. I will, because many of us are really lacking this. Um, If you're tired, you drink more caffeine. That's what people are doing. When you're tired, your body's saying rest. Rest. Uh, You're not eating your meals. (laughs) You're skipping meals, and then you have no energy, and you're like, I can't get through my day. Well, 
because your body is meant to have fuel and food is fuel. You have Water. to listen to what your body needs and give exactly. it to it. Stop fighting it. Stop drinking the Red Bull. Stop getting the caffeine pills. Stop doing this enhancement to, to try and keep pushing through. You're making more internal chaos for yourself absolutely and people that live on red bull and that kind of thing caffeine pills Mm -hmm. just coke after coke after coke just to get through the day are obviously not getting the proper sleep and rest absolutely it's 100 percent true and if we're not eating properly and we're not sleeping properly our productivity is not going to be not going to be good and then there's people who all day long grab a candy bar or something and i'm the i love chocolate but i'll tell you what that is not how you get through your day to have a sugar high for 20 no. minutes, you know? No. And you can't give what you don't have. Right. And our bodies need fuel and they need rest and they need things to keep moving. So. And, and, and there's, they need, our bodies need, our minds need, I guess, downtime where we're not having to figure out a problem from work. And as a mm-hmm. realtor, I found that it's hard to find much downtime mm-hmm. because, People think nothing of calling you at 10 o'clock at night or whatever, you know, or, oh, we're writing a contract at 10 o'clock at night. And you, oh, really? But that is part of the the, the vocation I have. Uh, and when we don't have those boundaries, you know, when we don't set it up in time, you know, to, to allow ourselves to not answer the phone after 9 o'clock at night or whatever the case may be. I know realtors who say on their message, uh, you can call me between uh, 9 in the morning and 3 in the afternoon and I'll return calls at 5 or something like that. I don't do that. But but there are people who do yes. that kind of thing. Absolutely. So whatever because works for you. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to have that unplugged time that went back to having that create space for us in our yes. life. Those really go together. And you can't use fake um, substances and enhancements and think you're going to become more productive. No, and that's not peaceful anyway. That's not a fake piece. Number 12. Uh, choose to look for the positives in your life. Look look through a positive lens at situations, at half people. Half full, glass half full. Right, instead of saying, oh, they gave me that, you know, this person did this, and think of something negative about it, what right. about something positive? Right. You know, look for the positive. You'll see positive when you look for it, and you'll you will. find negative when you look for that. Absolutely. And people who experience peace are looking for the positive in their relationships and situations in life. They're looking for what's actually working or what's good in this. And that way they can open themselves to looking at somebody else's life and take a suggestion or follow an example. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, in fact, when I resolve problems, one of my first steps is, okay, I have this problem. What are the strengths that I have or the good things that can help me in my life solve this problem? Exactly. So um, looking for We're, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. We, we are. You have 16 of them here. We're on number 13, <laughs> ways to develop peace. This is important. This is using your power. So do the possible things that you need to do in your life to live the life you want or make changes that you want. Take ownership and responsibility over yes. the quality of your life. Stop being a victim to right. your Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Stop. It's the world is, yeah. Mm. Take yeah. ownership. Oh, I get it. If Take ownership. Life is not what you want. Yeah, that's a good thing. Do the possible. Number 13 is really take ownership of your own situation and your own choices. Number 14. Watch your words. Our words have power of life or death. That's a Bible verse. Um, and it's so true. But it's true. And our words, not only, they steal our peace. Complaining yes. steals our peace. We need to watch our words. Watch what you say. What comes um, out of your mouth. Because it... It impacts what you feel inside and what your behaviors well, are going to be. Well, a lot of be. times people's inside thoughts are revealed in the things they say. And their words. Accidentally. Yes. Watch your words. Watch your words. Um, uh, for little kids, I've noticed that my uh, my kids will say to their little ones when they're learning to talk, use your words. Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard you say that too. Yes. And so you would add tonight, just not just use your words, but watch your words. Absolutely. Watch your words. You remember, um, there was a song, a little, um, Sunday school song, you know, be careful little ears, Here's what, what you, you hear. hear. Right. Like that is an important concept. Be careful little mouth, what you say. Right. We need to watch those words. Number um, 15. And it goes right with it. Respond versus react. Right. right. When you have peace, you stop and you think before you make a, a decision or before you say those words. Exactly. Because you're not in chaos and feeling pressed and hurried and all that stuff going around you. 
you can respond. So therefore, you are handling situations better. And we're going to hit number 16, and then Dr. Angel is going to go through all 16. So uh, just as just telling you what they were, not explaining them. <laughs> and so if you have a pen, uh, write them down, and you can listen to the show, as we said, later on tonight. Again, TantalkNetwork.com podcast. Go to Go Yard. Number 16 is? Embrace and value yourself. And who you are. I love that. And so many of us don't. We don't like who we are. We don't love who we are. And we don't embrace who we are. And that's how to live peacefully. And that's living peacefully. So if you don't embrace who you are, you're in conflict with yourself all the time. I love this outline you wrote because this is so good. So ways to develop peace. And here they are again, real quickly. Number one, focus on the present. Go on. Number two, simplify your life. Number three, learn to accept what is. Number four, reduce negativity. Number five, make positive choices. Number six, look for resolutions for your challenges. Number seven, create space in your life. Um, Quiet time for yourself, for your emotional and mental clarity. Number eight, embrace your emotions. and express, learn the healthy ways to express your emotions. I'm losing track of the number, but the next one number is nine. mind your own business. Um, stay focusing on what you need to do for your own life and quit letting others distract you. Um, the next one is prioritize your time. Take care of your responsibilities That's and number obligations. 10. Yep. Number 11 is self-care. Yep. Eat your sleep. Eat your meals. Stop using enhancements to try and give you fake energy. Um, the next one is choose to look for the positives in situations, people, relationship. Look for the good. That's number 12. Number 13 is do the possible. Take ownership and responsibility over the quality of your life. Uh, the next one's watch your words. Um, it's number 14. Number 15 is respond versus react to situations in our life. Stop and respond. And the last one is embrace and value who you are. Now, you realize we could do a whole show on all 16 of those. Yes, we could. But our our whole goal of this show was to give you tools that you can actually use, think about, write down, and, and try to incorporate them into your life. So, wow, it's been great developing peace. We're not sure what we're going to develop next week, but we're going to develop something next week on Go Yard. <laughs> and we will hopefully have you joining us. Go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcast and then go yard to catch up and on our website which is goyard2014.org this has been who are you anyway dr angel who has finished chemo and her hair is beginning to grow Pete. awesome <laughs> it's a good thing yeah, it is. we're excited for her God she's the healed her. one amen so who did you say you were i'm dr angel oh yeah and i'm mama mac and we'll see you next week guys good night